podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Isn't it a piece of shit, probably? Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode number 80. Yeah, 81. 81. Last one was 80. Wow. I am your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, are Russ. Three podcasts in this month, motherfuckers. Peter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> and Alex. I wasn't. Wow. And we oh, this wow. is I think this is the the quickest we've ever had another podcast since we started. Um speaking of which, when we started, I just I realized that this week uh uh the Beach Bum comes out this weekend. Do you guys all realize that in the first year was the last time that a Harmony Korine movie came out? Was our first year, 2012 with Spring Breakers. So yes, you're saying seven we, years. We have more artistic output than Harmony Korine. I am saying exactly that. I don't. I, we could have had one podcast and I would have expected. That's not true. We all love Spring Breakers. <laughs> um, yeah, we And we are all excited for the Beach Bum. Very. And Dumbo. And Dumbo. I, I'm cautiously <laughs> optimistic. I really am. Well, yeah, welcome to uh, the new movie movie podcast when we just talk about movies we want to see. <laughs> uh, are, wait, are you are you really cautiously optimistic for Dumbo? I am. I am. I'm, I'm excited. This is the one thing that I'm most excited about. Because it picks up where the where Dumbo left off, right? Well, I, <laughs> no, it doesn't really. I think so. Because like it's it, it's another Tim Burton joint, right? It is, yeah. and it's and for the first time, it reunites Tim Burton with Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton, who have a role reversal That's... from Batman Returns. Yeah, but uh, just to correct... <laughs> Danny DeVito plays Batman. Yes, but just just to correct Alex real quick, they're called uh, Tim Burton creeps. Oh, okay. all right. Let's get on with this one. Um, you let's start off. You know, you let's start. Let's start off with one that only three of us have seen. So let's start off with. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. I can't find it. <laughs> it's too hard to find. It's hidden. <laughs> Where is this world? Wait, I legit... Wait, Alex. Yeah. This is a weird feeling. Yeah. Right? When I said only three of us have seen it, <laughs> I meant Russ hasn't seen this one. Alex this is movies. Alex is movies. Oh, that's a better title. So am I Alex yeah. now? You're Alex now. Oh. Oh, it feels Fuck. weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Someone cut my internet out so I can blame you guys for talking this sh- okay, about shit I, without me. Can I? Can I be honest? There is precedent for uh, for for some goofing on old Alex. There is, and but I wish anymore. that was a goof. No, now now Alex is no. I don't know. Alex isn't Russ. Sorry, Alex. Oh. <laughs> Wait, are you saying there's an opening to be Russ? There's an opening to be Russ right now. We'll be taking auditions oh. after the podcast. No. <laughs> you can uh, move your movie podcast at gmail.com if you yep. want an audition. So, Colin, get on in here. Uh, so, let's get the Russ down for How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Yeah, fine. <laughs> or possibly the Column down? Uh, uh, that doesn't sound right. How to Train Your Dragon, uh, The like Hidden World. Directed by Dean Dubois. The Blaze. Column the, Down sounds like a Gerard Butler movie set in Greece. Okay, I'm back in. Alright. What's going on? When Hiccup discovers Toothless isn't the only Night Fury, he must seek 
quote-unquote The Hidden World, a secret dragon utopia before a tyrant named Grimmel finds it first. Yeah, it was a bad name. Um, Agreed. Very enjoyable. Yeah, I thought, um, I mean, yeah. I absolutely love this trilogy. Yeah. Um, if anything, I think it was kind of their weakest story, but turned Definitely. out to be just as, you know, rich in sort of character beats as the others. I, um, so, uh, at first I, I really enjoyed the second one and then on repeated viewings of it, I, I fell off a little bit. And so I'm at the point now where I think I like this one more than the second, um, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how it'll be on, again, repeated viewings. Uh, but no, I, I definitely, I, I can see that for sure. Yeah, I just, I just, the, so, sorry, go ahead. We, Alex, we forgot oh, that no, you've no, seen no. the movie. Continue, continue. <laughs> I know, I know. Continue, no, continue Peter. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in after you. You know what? I, I'm going to heed the floor to uh, the good Mr. Copios. No, no. Um, I was just saying that <laughs> these movies absolutely work sometimes in spite of all their, their shortcomings. Yeah. We're like, there's so many plot holes. There's so many times you're like, why didn't they do this earlier? Like, they could have all attacked or, you know, done this battle at any point and had the same effect that it did at the end. But the fact that, like, the characters are so endearing and the animation is so well done um, yeah. and it's such a, a fun, cute world that, like, you, you kind of shake off all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's done a good job of... Uh... The amount of time they take off in between movies has really been in its uh, favor. Um, it look, really, it's, been almost, it's been 10 years now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, the animation gets better and better with each movie. Yeah. Um, I was really blown away by a good amount of this one. Um, especially with, like, signing up to have a lot of people in, like, dragon suits, which has, like, a different texture, and the way it reflects yeah. light is different. It was really, really beautiful. And then, uh, what was I going to say? Um, and then the fact that they allow their characters to age and grow and change from movie to movie is really like in the sense that like granted there's a TV show, but you do not have to know a single thing about that no. show. No, has anyone watched that TV that, show? No, no. And I feel like that's what's kind of uh, kept me from not kept me from seeing it because I really did want to see it. But I feel like DreamWorks has a, a habit of oversaturating. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, like. Netflix and Nickelodeon. They've got the Lego syndrome right now. Right. So it's like, I don't, I don't care as much as if I didn't see, there were like seven different dra- how to train your dragon shows. Yeah. Ones that were just about yes. the dragons. Ones that were just about Wait, the really? dragon rider. Well, like two or three. Oh, it's okay. kind of like how the star Wars clone, sa- clone saga had like a couple different cartoons, but those were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, yeah. So I feel like I, I kind of, it loses its luster when you see it as much as you do. And it's like, I don't really, I don't really care as much. And then I realized, you know what, if that comes on video, I'm going to be perfectly happy to just watch it on video. And that's the thing. This is yeah, this is not a movie that you need to go out there and see in the theater. Um, I feel like this is uh, with a, a lot of their movies. But it looks great in the theater. No, I, yeah, I, do, I, I think it looks I great, but I don't think the... there's anything that I sure, gain but from like, it. Who doesn't have a 4k TV anymore? Like, I mean, all right. Yeah. Do we not all have 4K TVs? I have a 4K laptop. Oh. Um, I've, well, I feel <laughs> elitist. <laughs> and Russ is back on top. <laughs> yeah. Russ is Alex again. No, wait. Alex uh, is... Uh-oh. I'm Russ Prime. So, 
So it's like weird that uh, there's a couple uh, there's like two minor references to the existence of the TV show or any other specials. They reference this holiday special they did once at one little point. But yeah, Yeah. but it is not important if you don't understand the reference. And then the three chieftains who kind of seem to hire. um, What's his face? F. Murray Abraham's character. Mm hmm. uh, we're big in the show. Like one of them is David Tennant, and he has like maybe three lines really? in the entire film. Yeah, he plays one of the three other bad guys. Oh, and like the one scene where they have the one. Yeah, character. that's it. Yeah, that's what? so. Like, there's like the three chieftains who who are like talking to F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of them is David Tennant because he was like he was like I think that what they did those three different chieftains were all like the big bads in different seasons of the show. Now, now, do they still have Jay Baruchel in the show? Yeah, he does oh, all, yeah. all. I think all of them. Do all, yeah, Jay Baruchel like lucked in. I don't think he really has to do any other work besides Dragon movies and stuff. And he probably golden. Yeah, he, yeah. he he's you know like a, a voice actor through and through nowadays. Like it, it seems like um, good for him. Yeah, why not? Yeah, uh, I would say I was so nervous because I. I mean, I've cried so much to these films in the past 10 years. Um, even, even when you're not watching them. Oh, God, I don't. I, I just realized we're talking about it. Now. Uh, in the sense that, like, even watching the first one, um, it was one of those movies that, like, made me cry at, like, happy moments. Yeah. And not, like, not like end of the movie happy moments, but just, like, beautiful sequences of, like, character stuff. So I was just worried about how they would handle the because this is the true end of the story for these characters. I mean, sure, sure maybe the TV shows will go and fill in things in between, but this is the end. And I was so nervous about how they would do that and if they would stick the landing. And they do. I think they absolutely did. They totally do. Like uh, that ending, the, that that was the only part I really choked up at this movie. Yeah. Was yeah. That oh, yeah. Which is weird, because usually, as I said, I have, like, these bigger moments in the middle of these films as well. Yeah. But definitely, the like the ending that they chose was amazing. And then the epilogue made it even like also added so much to it and really, really all came together perfectly. The epilogue was fantastic. It was just so well done. Um, mm. uh, you know, again, these, these are movies that I don't necessarily remember every single piece of. Right. But like, I like, I'll maybe remember like, uh, two or three big moments from each one. Um, but like the ones from this were like, they did a really great job of like, again, like saying, kind of like sticking the emotional parts and calling back to everything else in a, in a really cute and, you know, touching way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Russ, yeah. you're going to like this uh, when it, when it does come to Netflix. I think, yeah, you'll yeah. enjoy it. I'm sure I will. Yeah. Likeable as heck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, they continue to do like things really right. Like I, one of my favorite parts of the second one is when, um, Hiccup's dad, whose name I can't remember now, um, meets up with the mother for the first time. In oh, years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the way they play that is so quiet. Like you see her being so nervous about his reaction and he just like slowly and sternly walks up to her and then just like puts his hand on his face and it's like, just calls her beautiful. And that's it. Is mom around this time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All I want to know. Don't say anything else. Yeah. No, that's yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, it's better to go in blind. Um, not that you can't guess most who, of the beats. Was yeah, and like that's the was thing, it Kate Blanchett? Yeah, yeah. Who was that? Was that was mom? Yep. Hmm. She's really been slumming it lately. 
she was oh my god her episode of documentary now was incredible oh that was the, the one where she's the artist and, yeah yeah oh, i didn't see that one. Oh, that's fantastic I am downloading the episodes now. Nice. Nice. I, illegally. Um, <laughs> yes. To my Obviously. legal server. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Anyone have any last uh, finding parting words for the How to Train Your Dragon series or the hidden world in general? I I love that the that they kind of pulled a third movie that really harkened back to so much of the first. Mm-hmm. And all of it worked. And uh, yeah, they as I said, they they grow. They the first one felt the most like a kids movie, and they never really felt that much as it continued at times. This one, like this one's like the second one, deals with some heavy stuff, and it lets the characters age. This one starts off way more actiony, and the characters are even more responsibility. It's oh, so good. Yeah, and they recast T.J. Miller, which is lovely. Who oh they yeah, it was just is some that some, Jonah Hill. No, no, just some voice actor played his part, which was weird because they recast T.J. Miller, but that character I think had the biggest role in this movie that he's ever had, um, and the whole running beer joke was fantastic. Oh, that was great. That was a fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some really good jokes. Um, yeah. right, Alex, do you have anything left to say about this since you you've seen all of the movies? I I, I know. Um, again, there there really kind of weirdly isn't that much to say about this series that we, we haven't already. It's it's like there's nothing bad you can say about it. It's very... Not, oh, I'm sure there is. Oh, God. It's great. <laughs> uh, that's the last time I tossed the ball to you. Um, <laughs> really dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on so that we can get Russ in on the conversation. Yay! And, Russ, I'm going to let you choose which movie we talk about next. It's already up on my screen, so we're talking about Captain Marvel. Shazam! <laughs> Not that Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. The regular one. Odd that they came out within 30 days of each other. I know. It's going to be very <laughs> confusing to old comic fans that don't have TVs. <laughs> Or the internet. I think it's probably more confusing when old comic fans try to tell new comic fans about it. Like, actually, this is that one's technically Captain Marvel as well. I had that conversation and I felt like a dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one's itchy? <laughs> I the itchy. Oh, I was going to make it. All right. <laughs> All right, cool. Captain Marvel, directed by Anna Bowden and a guy, Ryan White. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why there were good parts. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Because the woman oversaw them. There we go. Oh. Nice save. Save the new Alex. Excuse me. That was obviously 1,000% what I believe. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Captain Marvel, directed by a great woman and a guy was there. <laughs> Carol Danvers becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes mm-hmm. when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. What? <laughs> it, sure. It's we are just so quiet. We don't even know what to talk about yeah. right now. No. Well, because that's that's the thing. Like this is a solid mid tier Marvel movie. The, yeah, the, I. It, this is in no way, and I, in no way a criticism, but it feels like a criticism to give a Marvel movie like a solid B. Yeah. 
But then you look back, and most of their movies are solid Bs. But this, I think, is a really solid B and a, yeah, and a, really, I, good, I wanna... a really good introduction to a character. Like it, because yeah. it, it, it's like it, it had to get through a lot of. All right, we we all know why we want to know who Captain Marvel is because we care about Infinity War and Endgame. So just show us what we need to see so we can get to seeing her in the regular world. It's like... That's the thing, is that I felt like if they cut out the first 20 minutes and it was just like opening credits and then she falls into the blockbuster, I would have such a higher regard for this movie. Oh, I think yeah. I, I, you make a lot of sense right there. The mo- this actually could have been one of the under two hour Marvel movies if they were smart enough. Because I thought I I, I loved a lot of the the, the 90s stuff and the the, the 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 banter between like her and Nick Fury. Oh, I that was so good. Yeah, I think they have really really good chemistry. Best I just banter didn't since Venom. really. <laughs> I just didn't really care about. The Kree stuff before she gets there. Yeah, Yeah, I think they signed up to do too much. I don't think they. I don't think they needed to have Lee Pace back as Ronan the Accuser. I don't think they needed Dijvan Hanzu's character back. Like all of that stuff was completely telegraphs. Yeah, yeah, it was like completely unnecessary. And they basically told you exactly. They tell you the just by having them in this movie. If you're like not an idiot. You pre- can pretty much tell exactly where things are going. Yeah, it's but it's well, the only fun things. thing about that is that it fights against your comics knowledge. Right. Yeah. Um, all uh, the '90s it, stuff was fantastic, um, and leading up to what I think is the best Stanley cameo uh, of all time in anything. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, and, best cameo in, yeah. in, in, in anything this side of. Teen Titans go. And and I have never felt older or more lame than when I was in a completely packed theater with Stanley reading out the line from Mallrats and being the only person who laughed. Yeah. <laughs> so like, they look happy, don't they? Like, <laughs> no, it was, it was a true believer. It was his, his like, uh-huh. send-off line from Mallrats. Yeah. Um, so good. It, um, I thought it was yeah. brilliant, and but it was almost too good that I didn't pay attention to the rest of that scene because I was so yeah. happy to see that. <laughs> yeah. And that, and the yeah. intro, the the tribute to Stanley uh, intro to the movie, really good. Almost, almost dropped it to your ball. Yeah, uh, everyone was cheering. That that was that was a fantastic way to open this movie. Oh man, I love that. Yeah, so much. I forgot about that. I liked them, um, and I really liked the sort of very well done, but obvious sort of feminist message they gave this movie of the sense of without, like without making it like over yeah. i think one of the smartest things they did was just say hey by the way we, we don't have to lean into her being a woman she's just a superhero like anybody else we don't have to make that a thing yeah but they i mean, granted they can still make a movie about the powers that be telling a woman that she doesn't have power unless she controls her own emotions. And the second she right. stops listening to that, she's right, right. Awesome. Yeah. I but love that's, it. But, but that is, that's, they, do, I, not to say that that's subtle, cause it's pretty heavy handed. Yeah. But, but it's not, but it, it's they don't like different way to present. It's a different way to present that whole thing that it almost, cause the thing is that is, um, she's basically 
it's like the it's like Anakin. Yeah. Star. It's like Anakin Skywalker are all these male superheroes. It's been a it's been a thing that like if you're uh if you're in science fiction lore and you're a man, not learning how to control your emotions and all that stuff makes you a villain. But it's interesting to see that kind of juxtaposed, or makes you a villain. But to, it's it's interesting to see that juxtaposed with her, where she's just like, oh fuck, listening to all these old motherfuckers. Yeah. They don't know shit. I'm doing what I want to do. It's it's yeah. the no man's land scene from Wonder Woman, just done, what like extended and done much better. Oh, absolutely. I, well, because I like I, as you said, like it, it, in no means do they ever try to hide this message that they're they're showing. But what makes it better that you know would kind of be my fear from any of this that once they complete that message that they would then spell it out for you again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like yeah. after like after doing the magic trick they would show you they would just repeat what happened you know it's exactly i really like, uh, i liked how that is and it and, and it really made for a, a good sort of story be for carol that it allowed her to be kind of boring and flat and let her personality start to grow and shine and develop and then i yeah. like I loved that character, and especially that portrayal of that character, yeah. more and more as the movie went on. Yeah, and I thought oh, that was definitely. the perfect way to the introduce. Him. We're like watching, uh, and like everybody likes Brie Larson. Yeah. So it's weird sure. to see her in the big thing. Like, why are you being so robotic? And it's like, well, I guess that's kind of how you're supposed to be if oh, you're absolutely. a alien soldier. But then, like, once like the fun bits of her come out, you realize, nah, this. This this girl, she's awesome. Like she's just a really interesting and yeah. and fighter pilots generally. I mean, we've seen Top Gun. None of those people are sir, yes sir types. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. If I, if I had a, if I had to choose one ready. Hollywood actress to kidnap and lock inside a room for a decade, <laughs> I think I would go with Brie Larson. Huh. Mm, hmm. You know what? I feel like if I had like a home for like troubled kids, and a third reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, there's there's several additional beats, but we only needed a two beater for that. Yeah. So good job, Alex. You got in there at the right time. You're Hold usually on. the third or fourth guy. Good for you. Alex is no longer um, the Alex. What, what what was that, Tiggs? Alex is no longer the Alex. Yeah, it's weird because who is Alex if Alex isn't Alex, and I'm no longer Alex because I've reclaimed my time. Peter, uh, okay, if you said that too fast and with too much conviction, I had it. I had it lined up. <laughs> That's why I'm not the Alex. How do you guys feel oh, about point. how this impacts future movies or past movies, even like uh, in the the Marvel canon? Oh wait, sorry. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to answer your question. Sorry, I, I just <laughs> forgot. That. Goose is my favorite thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was great. And if they made Marvel shorts again, Marvel one-shots, Goose is the perfect candidate for a really awesome Baby's Day Out style. Oh, my God. <gasps> that is the, uh, the perfect the com- tone The comedy in this movie was, was, I think, some of the best. It was spot on. Including even, like, uh, an Ant-Man stuff. Like, the comedy in this was, was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And Goose is my favorite. Um, I really liked. Uh, I also really liked the young Monica Rambeau. I hope, I hope yeah. we see an older version of her, and she gets to maybe do some stuff. I think she we becomes who? Um, she becomes Captain Marvel for a little while, oh, and then okay. and then her name, her superhero name outside of that is Photon. Okay. Yeah. Um. So to answer your question, Alex, I'm not I'm not crazy about it 
Um, I mean, we've all known that it was going to be coming. The deus ex machina of it is kind of a little annoying, uh, to be fair. Sure. Um, but I like the character enough to like forgive that and, and just kind of enjoy where it's going. I mean, at some point with all these movies, you just kind of have to be like, I need to shut off my brain and just sit down and enjoy it. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. And I, and I hope they've learned their lesson. Like what, as they get to the end of end game that I don't need this level of connectivity. Right. Let like, some of it just live. Like let some uh, of it just let, be questions or, or, yeah. Yeah, I I don't need to know. Well, if this is coming, that means this is coming, which means this is coming, but then that's co- like I don't need to know every single bit about how things are going to play out. Well, that was I mean, that was annoying that they they joked about Nick Fury's eye and then they actually did it. Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, that was my, that was my, my least biggest complaint about the movie. Yeah. It I'll almost would have it would have been great if they teased it, teased it, teased it and then nothing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Like, like that Joker movie. Who's the, which one is the Joker? Oh, <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. Wait, which Joker? Wait, is the Joaquin Phoenix coming up? Yeah, which is like rumored to be like a couple different stories, right? Yeah. Oh, is that what? Oh man! All right. Yeah. Into the Joker verse. <laughs> Actually, you know, I, I'd watch that. <laughs> That would be fantastic. Let's yeah, be honest. That would be great. Let's be real. Uh, cool. Um, but but yeah, uh, fantastic. Any any closing parting words before we move on to our final movie? It's hard to tell somebody to see a movie that literally nine hundred billion dollars worth of people have seen. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, you all know. You all. It's totally. It's totally above. At, it's like if there's twenty three movies now. It's sitting somewhere around 13. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I was, I was take, above take that as you yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those movies that I really need to see again to see how much of a drag the first 15 minutes are. Yeah. Because I, th- I, I do yeah. have a feeling that once you get through that and, like, basically when her and Nick Fury go to the underground bunker area, oh, the great. movie kicks off from there yeah. on. I, and that was, I guess my complaint, my, yeah, my biggest takeaway from this is that you, you get into the movie theater, you sit down and you start watching it and you're just like, all right, here we go again. And, and until it really kicks into gear, I, I just, I was, I'm not going to say I was checked out, but I, I wasn't as invested as I really thought I was going to be in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Especially with, you know, last one was Endgame and that, that kicks open with Idris Elba getting stabbed. Um, and, and this is just, it's a lighter or not lighter. I mean, they're in the middle of the war or whatever, but it's, it's not as intense. It's not as, uh, pull you in right away. Here are the characters that know they're going crazy. You know that you're going to have to watch this origin story for a little bit. Um, and after homecoming, it felt like, oh, well, maybe they don't really need to do the full origin story part. Um, but it, it, um, so real quick, uh, spoilers, 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 spoilers for the next like two minutes. Um, how do you guys feel about watching Ben Mendelsohn be a good guy? That was new, I, right? It felt weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I loved the scroll designs as well. Oh, I liked them. I, I think that that's one of the, like, I know that it was all telegraphed and, and like, especially seeing all the other movies, yeah. you know it, but it still took me by surprise. It was like, wait, really him? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were going to do like a double, a double switch. Like they're both bad. Like, yeah. Well, which because is, now if which there's is, a secret invasion thing, like that kind of changes that, right? Like, 
why would there be one if they're good guys? Well, I mean, you can also yeah, say like, you know, true. maybe maybe there's becomes a more radical part of it. You know, these were I people think, that I, needed to be saved, but were still attacked. So maybe in the two decades that or decade that Carol's been gone, there's been a contingent of scrolls that um, yeah, if, if looked back with a lot more anger and attacked for so oh, long. Back in anger, <laughs> I heard you say. Eventually, you're gonna. There's gonna be a more zealot type that's like, nah, fuck that noise. Yeah, yeah they can. They can still do it. Um, I would be interested to see what they end up doing with Secret War. Um, and, and then Spider-Man is this year or next year? This year. Yeah. There's July. gonna be three Marvel movies this year. This you're is the shit. last. This is the last year with three. I think for a little while. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah, I guess there's three elsewhere. Okay. So, one last movie on the docket, and that is Us. This is Us. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine. Us. It came out. It was called Life Itself. It was terrible. Yeah, here's, oh, yeah. here's a million reasons. Uh, a million I'm little things to, about that I like about Us. that movie legally right now? <laughs> us. Directed by Jordan Peele. Which I love that that carries cachet now. Great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a family's serenity turns to chaos when a group of doc- <gasps> doppelgangers begins to terrorize them. We're not talking about serenity. Um, I am always talking about serenity. This whole podcast, that's, that's you've my... actually just been talking about serenity <laughs> yeah. somehow. Yeah. That's, my, that's my secret, Captain. <laughs> uh... I'm always talking about serenity. <laughs> um, so, so Tick said something earlier about uh, Marvel movies, and he's like, as long as I understand that I'm going to like kind of shut my brain off and enjoy, I'm going to like it. I think I was enjoying this movie so much until I like made myself turn my brain on be like, man, I have so such high expectations for this movie. Cause get out was incredible mm-hmm. that I'm going to look for like way too much. Well, it turned out to be like way too much meaning, way too much symbolism, way too much this, way too much of that. And as I've gotten, so when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, I liked it, but man, I have some issues, this and that. And then as I've gotten further away from it, it's like, no, it was just, I got to remember that I super enjoyed myself from beginning to end. Yeah. And I think that more than anything is like, I came out of this, I I thought it was, I really enjoyed it. Uh, And more so than anything, this was like more of a straight up horror movie than Get Out was. Um, And it was just a good horror movie. And yeah. and being, yeah. being a good horror movie, it basically means you could be the best horror movie. Like, it, it's a different echelon um, because most horror movies <laughs> are trash. Um, so it stands yep. out above the rest um, uh, well, really well. Just, just let's say this, for example. Like, the, fir- the opening sequence of this film, when that girl oh. is in the... Um, the fun house. The fun house. Yeah. In the fun house... That is a fucking tense fucking scene, whether you know what the plot of this movie is or not. The soundtrack of this movie really helps out a lot, too. Oh, it's brilliant. I listened to it, and it started started to freak me out when I was by myself in my car (laughs) driving to work this morning. (laughs) The first song and the last song make me want to, like, I close the closet door that's open right now that has a jacket hanging on it that looks like it could be me because that's my jacket Uh oh i'm scared um yeah but yeah i i thought like this this time around i paid so much more attention to just how good of a director and a stylist jordan peele is 
those first 20 the the opening sequence that you just talked about is gorgeous yeah it's beautiful and then and then the the framing and the whole setup of when the doppelgangers get to the house until like the family splits apart is also gorgeous and terrifyingly directed more so than like of of without a a whole horror sequence without a single jump scare is terrifying and just the way that you know most horror movies will have your opening bit where there's something scary and then nothing happens for the next 50 minutes yeah Yeah. um and this is you know a very well done well paced uh methodical like first opening 10-15 minutes and then there's like just a 10 minute break and then it just gets going again And and like it, it's definitely the type of movie that like you you I think it's meant to be seen and then seen again knowing what you know yeah and Absolutely. because I think you, you spent so much time in the movie trying to figure out the movie which by the way I did figure out um, yeah that yeah. it takes you away from enjoying I grant I enjoyed the movie. But it's like my own stupid brain, similar to kind of what Peter was saying, got in the way because I was trying to figure things out. And I was trying to understand the, the world and the rules of the world. Yeah, there's a and lot there. Eventually, yeah. you kind of just have to fucking enjoy what you're watching and and just take it at face value. But, but, but like not to say that... so many messages and so many... Sim- yeah. and so much symbolism and mm-hmm. everything means something yeah. that it's hard to do that. Yeah. In, in, in one viewing. Go ahead, Alex. But as you say, there definitely are still rules and symbolism oh, yeah. and all the, in a world that that's built and all that. I, I think that the thing is, though, they they definitely just front load it for you. And I think that like Jordan Peele, I think maybe just being a a fan of horror movies and and being so into them, like it's just like okay, I'm gonna put up uh, this this opening title card. And I'm gonna put like literally this VHS copy of a movie that Chud just sitting there. Yeah, and then you're like, he's gonna yeah, that's gonna kind of like you you put those things together, and then that gives you a foundation to go from, uh, and you can just kind of go from there and like do as much digging as you want to or not. And there are great references throughout this movie as well. And that's part of the, and that's another thing that I really enjoyed just watching this movie and like being like, oh, that's this. Oh, they're talking about this movie right now. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm like, I'm thinking like, do we want to talk spoilers with this and like theories about it? But it's been too soon. Oh, way too soon. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, um, I, I would say just in very vague terms. Uh, for me, the only things that I, I. Not that I didn't like. There's only two things that I didn't need in this movie, and one was any sort of explanation, although vague, about what these people are. Yeah, yeah. And I also did not need the big reveal. The big reveal was telegraphed. Um, I just, I just, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I would have enjoyed this movie just as much without it, sort of thing. You know, if not, maybe a little more. I. I I'm fine with the big reveal if we don't. I like. I like. I thought the big. I I liked how the yeah. big reveal was done, and like how certain people respond to it. Yeah. Um, I think without the explanation prior, I would have enjoyed that more. Mm. But I don't. I don't think yeah. I needed the the prior explanation of like what 
what they are and what they do because I think you can leave it to Reddit. We'll sit we'll sit around forever and try to figure yeah. out what it means, and that's kind of part of the fun of 100%. some of this stuff is trying 100%. to put all that together. Yeah, I mean, if anything, this is a weird thing for me, like, of my, like, now three-and-a-half-year, four-year crusade of trying not to watch trailers of movies I'm really interested in. Mm -hmm. This might be the one that which I kind of regret it because I came in thinking about way too much about what it was going to be about and didn't just let myself sit back and get taken away because I was looking for meaning in, like, second one. I... I I hadn't seen a trailer for it in a while or I just like kind of blocked it out and, and wanted to go in and like not even think about it. Like knowing basic premise and just being just taken away by it. And, and uh, one of the biggest things that really helped that um, was the fantastic dual performances oh, by uh, the cast. She um, was absolutely incredible. Oh my God. Lupita, I, everybody was good. Lupita was operating on a level fucking light years away from a lot of performances because you have to because like you're so invested in the fact that these are two very different characters and yeah they're and they're both really really like compelling yeah she was both of them yeah like there there aren't two lupitas it's her (laughs) it's just just, she was so good that you forgot she's not two different people well that's because i like that they hardly ever did well he hardly ever did like true split screen moments yeah in which in which you right, were looking the for the cracks sisters. yeah like you never you can never really look for the cracks about where they cut the scene there was never even that many moments in which you were like had to try to figure out that that stand-in didn't super look like her he really right. kept one of them on screen at all times but not in a way that seemed to be avoiding it it just it allowed her the difference of performance for her to really shine and feel so much Ter- more terrifying. Yeah. And the ballet sort Oh my of, god, I wanted uh, to that, talk about it. That, that is such a fantastic scene. From top to and like you don't there are zero cracks in it. Yeah. So I don't know how long that must have taken and how exhausting it must have been. He pumped this movie out for twenty million dollars in like two like months, three months. Oh. Like uh, but like in, in terms of shoot oh, time, filming, it yeah. wasn't a long shoot. Like I and there weren't a ton of special effects. I am shocked that he was able to pull this off and have it look as polished as it did. Yeah. It is one of the most polished twenty million dollar movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And Winston Duke. All oh the my charisma, god! What, all what the is, charisma. I want to see what? him in everything. I just need to see an interview with him because I want to know what his natural speaking voice is. Uh, Samira last week. Oh, I haven't watched that episode yet. It's him and Lupita. Oh, nice. Because oh. it's it's so weird for for him to go to, to like watch him to go from Black Panther, which is like the very uh, thick accent to this, which I think is also him putting on a very like sort of a it's not, yeah, that is also not him. Yeah, and then watching him put on an act a tougher accent within said film when he's confronting the doppelgangers. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, funnier uh, and and him and loving his stupid boat. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was great. Also, I mean, that was that's such a also, dad Tim, move. Tim Heidecker was also Tim Heidecker is great. Yeah, weirdly good for weirdly. his in a, in a role that could have been super adult swimmy. Yep, he found a way to take his adult swimmish nature and have it work, and it provides like the slightest bit of levity 
that a movie that is as intense as this requires. It really even with, like the families in the car and they're talking about like uh, I've got this many kills. So yeah, that was <laughs> oh, that, great. that was really fun. There the that that because that, that's the oh, kind of humor that would happen. That adult swimmish nature. It, I mean, what do you expect from him? Really, kind of shines a light on like, well, adult swim can either be pretty funny or you can be super creepy. Um, and it and he's he's like, oh yeah, and that's why he's on that. That's how, the, that's what the Eric, Tim and Eric show and was. the song choices in that scene. Yeah. Are fantastic. All the song choices. Put a five on it. Great to hear. It's been a long time. Yeah. And using it in an orchestral fashion, I thought that was, was really smart. That I didn't even notice that at first until I started reading stuff later. I was like, oh my god. Um, yeah, the the score is very very good. I, don't listen to it alone in the dark while you're driving, and you think some, the, of, there's a version of you behind you in the morning because you're very tired. That's a. Uh, but it, it, advice. it makes driving fun. Don't touch Willie. <laughs> um, yeah, see us if you're not one of the $70 million worth of people that's already seen it. Crazy yeah. amount of money for this. This is great. So this guy can just... I, I, it's like, the thing is, this was his unbreakable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now, like, now Nexus he's... Ooh, I, can, I cannot wait for his village. Oh, Oh. Uh, I actually well, his, I'm, his worried. Pilot, I'm his... worried. I'm like, can this guy just keep pumping out really good, really original movies? But he's got signs first. His so Twilight okay. Zone starts this weekend. Oh, is so... it this weekend? I'm very excited yeah. about that. So, oh, I, I got to. I have to get that legally. <laughs> well, it's on CBS All Access. Oh. Yeah, because I pay for it. <laughs> I have to no, I... DVR for that. I do. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited for that, actually. And, like, I, I think that he just keeps showing that, like, I don't know. It's sometimes when you, when someone is, like, whenever you've watched, like, Keen Peel, like, you know he loves this kind of stuff. And that doesn't always translate into doing it well. Right. Um, but, man, these, these last two movies have just kind of knocked it out of the park. Fantastic. Really well <laughs> done. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah, and I'm very excited for Twilight Zone. Um, this is the fourth Fifth reboot of Twilight Zone, including the movie. I believe it is the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if this one They're... lasts longer than what was the last one? Was the last one the Forrest Whitaker one? Yeah, I, was that UPN? Oh, I think it might have been. It was like ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have, I have a lot of faith in this one though, just because of him. Oh, the, the cast is awesome on that too. There's actually a pretty good trailer on it. Oh, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't watched a single bit of anything from it. No, me either. I, I'm excited to go in cold to that. Me three. <laughs> All right. Is that is that I, it, guys? I think we're not going into spoilers. I think that's it. We crushed it. We 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 indeed we did. Indeed we did. Is there anything else that anyone wants to say about? Any of the movies, or would anyone like to hear about Shazam? No, uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to know anything about Shazam. Okay, I don't want to know if I think I'm going to like it or not. Okay, that's fair. You should go into the movie thinking that. You should go into oh. the movie thinking exactly that. If you're at home and, and into a little bit of a sad time, uh, Paddleton is really fantastic. The Mark Duplass Ray Romano joint. Oh, I thought it was like Paddington. That's what I thought. I thought this was like some weird offshoot of Pat. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Or possibly Peppermint. I was depressed brother Paddington. 
I want I want the world where that that exists. Yeah, it's like um Jeff who lives at home but like with with Paddleton. <laughs> you just wrote a really great Mad TV sketch, Alex. That is I would watch that. Make I'll it happen, Alex. Make it happen. All right. All right. Should we take this home? Take us home. All right. You can find us on the web, moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. Doesn't matter. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you you can find old stuff of us on movie on Twitter. Uh, you can probably email us at moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can find us and rate us on iTunes by searching for The Priest and the Beekeeper, which is the name of our improv troupe. The four of us do improv, and we've been doing it for... Oh, too yeah. long. Way too long. And we have the 10th anniversary of our show coming up this year. Um, the name of our show is Pig Pile. It's at Long Island City's beautiful The Creek in the Cave. Uh, it will be beautiful. April 18th um, coming up. Uh, that will not be our anniversary show, but that's our next show. So you should probably come out. Hopefully it actually is the 18th. Sometimes we get bumped around and we don't know. Um, but uh, you should come out. Uh, there's uh, good beer, really good food, and pretty good comedy. Um and that is all I've got to say about that. The last tweet from the Movie Movie Podcast Twitter is a uh, Russ movie. posting a fake movie Friday from February 2013. Oh, oh man. You know, it's not that I want to say it. It's just like, it's just ingrained in me to say it at this point that I can't not. Oh, no, I'm proud of you. Don't worry. Yeah, it, we keep the dream alive. Don't let it die. That's what I say. Um, then don't let this podcast die or your phone. If you're listening to this podcast, charge it. So you don't miss any of the, of the good bits that we got. Um, hey guys, I know we've shared some laughs tonight, but there's something really important that we need to talk about and it's device maintenance. <laughs> oh, just wait for Shazam. Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. And we will talk about that next time. Oh, that DC movie. character shows up on the movie movie podcast. <laughs>